0: All right, let's pray. Uh, dear only Father, Lord, just thank you for this day. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity. We get to be here, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just let my words be your words, Lord. Let it be your truth, and let it be yours alone, because at the end of the day, all the lights, all the sound, everything I'm speaking is for you to bring you glory and honor. Lord, I pray that you just let us open our hearts and our ears to hear your truth, Lord. And that you just bless every single one of this room, that they're here for a reason, Lord. And Lord, we just can't thank you enough. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, good morning. For those of you who don't know, my name is Austin. I'm one of the random guys you'll see on stage periodically. And fun fact, I've actually used to preach before, but it's actually been a few years since I've preached. I was actually talking to AJ about it. I'm like, man, it's kind of surreal. And we had our kind of pre-service meeting talking about it, and I was asked if I had any words, and a couple words came to mind, good ones, and one of the things to kind of like pull it all together is God is still the same. Just like he was all those years ago, he's the same yesterday as he is today, as he will be tomorrow, amen? All right, so for those of you who may not know, February has a particular holiday. Does anyone know what that holiday may be? Valentine's Day what'd you say? (laughs) I heard Andy talk, and it was very subtle, and when I said that, he goes, nothing, so I'll I'll believe it at that. So this is one of the well-known holidays. It's Valentine's Day, where you express your feelings to someone you love by giving them gifts, or doing them, like, favors, or doing something random. I... Back in the day, I used to work at a local retail chain, similar like something here in town. I'm not going to give them credit. But I was one of the managers there, and I was over a certain candy department. Okay? Loved it. If you know anything about me, I love candy. I love sweets. It was honestly like a dream job. But Valentine's Day was a very interesting one because it always has last-minute guys rushing in the day before or even the day of to get gifts, to get chocolates, flowers, candy for their special someone. And you can tell the guys who prepared versus the guys who didn't. The ones who come in, they're running through. They're going to be like, hey, where's this, where's this? I'm like, hey, it's over here. And before I even know, like, my whole department's out of stock of everything. And, oh, it was crazy. I love seeing it. But there was this one guy in particular, this elderly gentleman. The story kind of really got me a little bit. He came in every year, got the same thing, the same pack of Dove chocolate with a single rose every year. I noticed it right away because he just took his time, didn't have a care in the world. People were rushing, but he was calm. He was collective. And I just talked to him. like, hey, man, like, you buying some stuff for your wife? He goes, yeah. Yeah, I am. Oh, cool. And then he starts to tell me, he goes, you know, I've been married for 70 some years, and I do this to remember my first love. Man. He goes, I still remember the day I saw her coming down the aisle. The way she looked, the way she looked at me. And man, it was just love at first sight again. Like Man, that's really cool. And it kind of got me a little bit. See, like Valentine's Day is to remember that special someone, the first time you see them. Now, Valentine's, I don't know, kids, if you still do this, but I remember in elementary school when you'd get like Valentine's Day cards and like gifts and all that. I remember if someone gave me a Star Wars Valentine, they were like my best friend. So, hint if y'all want to give me something for Valentine's Day, Star Wars Valentine's gifts, I'll I'll freaking love you. If my wife was in the room, I'd tell her that. But it's all about expressing your love and gifts and going out of the way and remembering your first love. Because Valentine's Day is remembering that. And there's different types of first loves. Did you guys know that? Did you really? As a child, we recognize Valentine's Day when you get those gifts and cards and candy. But first love can be your first crush, high school sweetheart, the first I love you. It could be the first time you look into your child's eyes as they're born. It can be when, guys, when you're standing here waiting for your soon-to-be bride walking down the aisle. Ladies, as you're walking down to meet him. You know, one of the first times I realized true first love was seeing my wife walk down the aisle. And we've been dating for like 10 years, <laughs> engaged for a little bit. But seeing her that day remembered everything I loved about her. And for those of you who don't know, I have a three-year-old son. Noah, I love him dearly. I'm going to be honest with you. When I found out I was going to be a dad, I was excited, but I was terrified. <laughs> I had no clue what to do. But the day he was born, when I looked into my son's eyes, everything just clicked. The amount of love I had for him, minutes of him being born, when I looked into his eyes, I knew right then and there, first love. Kids, they have parents as their first loves. Mom, dad, but then they get that little crush, Tom and Sally, sitting in the tree, you know? <laughs> then it goes to high school, where things get a little more serious. You think, yeah, you found your world, and then you move to college. Then you find another first love, another first love. It's crazy how everything ties back around. But when you love someone, you love with your heart. Do you know what I mean by that? I'm assuming not because no one said anything, (laughs) which is good. I'll tell you, it's an action. The Webster's Dictionary defines love as an unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. As we love someone with our hearts, we make them a priority in our lives. We give them our time, our energy, talent, and resources. Example like that. Noah, I'll use him for example. You're going to hear me talk about him a lot. I love that little boy. I'm going to give him my time. I'm going to make sure he's taken care of. I'm going to give him energy. When I'm tired and I want to go to bed and this three-year-old's running around climbing all over me, it takes a lot of energy out of you. For those of you who are the young kids or have had young kids, you know, it takes a lot out of you. I'm going to give him my resources. I'm going to make sure he's taken care of. And most importantly, I'm going to make sure that he knows that he's loved. but also it can be a negative side to a first love. Not only does it have a positive, but the negatives can outweigh the positives. And what do I mean by that? Money. You can have a love for money. Your job. A certain social status. Even people or things. When you love something, you take action with it. If you have your Bibles, one of the scriptures I want to back up is Matthew 6, 24. And if you got it, say you got it. Man, y'all are slow today. Y'all had like so much energy and now it's like, ugh, is it because I'm speaking? Is it? Is it because of me? It, it, notice how all the adults are like, no, all the youth are like, yeah, it's you. Okay, y'all just wait till Thursday. <laughs> if you don't got it, it'll be up on the screen. Matthew six twenty four says, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other. Now pause right there. What does love do? It's an action. If you love something, you're going to give it your time, your energy, your talent, your resources, your money, whatever it is. Or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. When you look back, if you love something truly enough, you're going to dedicate your entire time, but you cannot serve two masters. You will love one. You will despise the other. You will devote your time to one. You cannot serve two masters. So what what is all this tying around to first love? I keep talking about that. The point is, if you see the title, it says first love, making God our first love again. So where is your first love? In Deuteronomy 6, 5, scripture, that comes up saying, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your might. God only wants one thing from us, and that is our heart. Why? Why does he want that? Because if you love with your heart, then that means you will do everything in your possible being to love that person. If you love with your heart, you're going to do the things that God tells you to do. If you love with your heart, you're going to serve. If you love with your heart, you're going to give, and you're going to be generous and joyful with your talents. See, just like your first love, you're going to spend all the time with them. You're going to be texting them. You're going to be spending every single waking moment thinking about them because love is an action. It's not just this feeling, oh, it can be, but love is a choice. And God wants our heart because he knows what we can do with that. You know, I've had a lot of time here at the Ram and I've been here for, good gosh, over 10 years. I've learned a lot and I've seen a lot. I've learned what it means to love, and I've learned what it means to be loved. I've learned the negatives of love. Making people my idol. I'll go into details of my personal life. My wife will probably fight me later, but it'll be her. One of the hardest things ever was when I realized I made my wife my love, my idol. All I did was wanted to please her. I would make sure she would be happy. I would give her all of my time instead of hanging out with my brothers. I would give her all my energy, making sure she was happy all the time. I would use my gifts to serve her. Oh, I'm doing this because my wife loves me. Oh, it's okay. Hey, guys, I can't go out tonight. I got to stay home, be with my wife. I would give all my resources. In reality, that's not what she needed. I was putting her in the place where God should have been. And it led to a lot of terrible things. It led to separation. It led to me having to learn what love is and realizing who God is. You see, one of the greatest commandments, and the fact is that verse alone, if you want to pull that verse back up, loving God with all your heart takes action. It means praying. It means reading. It means doing the things he's called us to do. It means we treat God like we love him for the first time and doing the things he called to do and how we treat one another. God clearly loves us enough. Spoiler alert. If you don't know, read John, John 3, 16. But God clearly has us at his first love. Do you know that? What do I mean by that? First John 4, 19. It says we love because he first loved us. God loves us. He created us. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows me and my heart's desires. Even when my flesh may fail, even when my flesh may want something that's not good for me, he knows that. And sometimes he'll give it to me for my own good to teach me a lesson. Sometimes I have to fall and realize that, God, you are God and I am not. And sometimes you have to realize, God, you are God, and I'm not. Do you want to know how God first loved us? you want to know how much God loves us? This next verse, I really, really, please, please, if you can take any way, anything from this that I'm talking, take away this verse, John three sixteen. You all say you know, you all say you've heard it, but truly listen to this for the first time. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God loved you so much, he gave his only son for you, because he loves you. And all he asks in return is for our hearts. You see, me being a father, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know if I'd give my son for you guys. I'm gonna be honest. My three-year-old, I don't know if I would do that for you guys because I don't love like God does like I should. But I know that that three-year-old boy is God's, And as much as God loves me, as much as I love Noah, God loves Noah even way more than what I'm even capable of loving him. That's some hard truth as a parent. Because uh, I remember being told that, and I immediately got angry. Immediately, I'm like, how dare? God cannot love Noah more than me. I love him. No one can outlove him more than me, not even my wife. I do this thing where I'm like, hey, Noah, do you know I love you more than mommy? And I'll go, yeah. Okay. Try to get a little edge on it. No. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad my wife's not in this room right now. <laughs> she, she's back at children's church, so I can say whatever I want. But it's true. At the end of the day, God gave his only son for us. God gave us. The ultimate Valentine. He gave us the ultimate gift, one that gives us hope, one that gives us joy, one that gives us life. And you see, when you're thinking about your first love, you're thinking about your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your child, your mom, your dad, whatever it is, nothing compares to the love that God has for you. So think about your first love. Where is your heart? And if you don't know, I got some I got a list for you today. See, my sermons are kind of short, but hey, I got a list for you. So if you take away from anything, these are things on how to make God your first love again. Prayer. Are you guys praying? Just like your relationships, you have to have communication. You have to talk. Are you talking to the one who created you? Are you going to him when you need him? Are you praying to God? Reading scripture. Are you reading the truth he has for you? Are you understanding? Are you learning more about him? See, just like when you're first dating, you want to learn everything about this person. You go on first date, you want to know what their favorite animal is, what their favorite color is. Like what was their goldfish name back in third grade? Like you want to know everything about them. Reading scripture is knowing everything about God, knowing his story, knowing who he is. That makes sense? If I go, kind of go off on a tangent, like someone yell at me, third thing is giving not just money serving where's your time where's your energy where's your talents yes money is a part of it but where's your heart at with giving are you serving in church when you're serving are you doing it joyfully when you're serving are you doing it to your full potential are you giving everything you have to God just like you do that special person in your life? Just like I give everything to my son, am I giving the same thing to God? Not always. Community. Are you living life together? See, when you're in that new relationship, you want to be around them 24-7. It's almost kind of annoying to see because I'm like, I used to be that way and like I don't like that now. Like, I used to do the same thing with my wife. I wouldn't want to be around her all the time. Now times, I'm like, get away from me. Don't tell her that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my wife dearly. For those of you watching at home, do not take this out of context. You're going to clip this and only show that one part. I, I, I could just watch some of you guys. I know you guys. You're going to take away from my sermon that Austin doesn't love his wife. Yes, I love my wife. <laughs> uh Last thing, believing. Are you resting in the fact that God loves you? Because, see, you believe this fleshly person loves you, but they can turn on you in an instant. Nothing's more heartbreaking when my three year old son comes up to me and says, Hi, daddy. And then, hi, buddy. And then he, like, tries to smack me in the face. I, I used to have uh, facial hair before I shaved it all off. I used to have, like, little handlebars. Oh, gosh. Noah came up to me. I was sitting on the couch. He uh, sat on my lap, and he goes, hi, Daddy. I'm like, hey, buddy. And it was just this real awesome moment. And then he grabs my facial hair and just, just yanks it down and almost headbutts me. I've never wanted to throw that three-year-old across the couch more in that moment than ever. Don't, rec- don't record that. But see, I know he still loves me at the end, even though he's being a butthead but are you believing and resting in the fact that God loves you more than what anyone else on this world loves you? When your life's chaotic and crazy and you don't know where your next meal's coming or you don't know what you're gonna do, are you resting in the fact that God's got you? When you don't know where to go or what to say, are you knowing that God died on the cross for you because he loves you? And if you're gonna take away anything from this, can you go back to John three sixteen, please? For God so loved the world, for God so loved you, that he gave his only son for you, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. She's going to come up and play some music. And I want you guys to think of that time. Think of your first love whether it was a school crush or an animal or your spouse, I want you to remember that first time. The way you looked at them, the way they looked at you, that feeling you got when they just talked to you, when you got that good morning text or that good night text. Guys, when you see your wife, soon-to-be wife, walk down the aisle, remember that moment. Woman, when you're walking to that stage and you see the man you're going to spend the rest of your life with staring at you with joy. Parents, remember the first time you saw your child breathe life for the first time and cry. Kids, remember the first time your parents were there for you, loving you and helping you, spending time with you. You see, everyone has a first love. It's in different ways. But are we... Resting in God as our first love. Because you see, at the end of the day, I can talk about Noah and Taylor, how much I love them. I said it before, I'll say it again. But I can never truly love them like the capability of God can love them. Even when I don't feel like I deserve love, which I don't feel like I deserve it a lot of times, God still loves me. When I mess up, When I fail, when I do things wrong, when I go my own way, and I'm going to do it again multiple times, he still loves me. And he loves you just the same. No matter how many times you try to run and hide, no matter how many times you try to go your own way or do your own thing, God is still with you. No matter when your life is chaotic and you don't know what to do, you don't know where to go, God is still there. All you have to do is believe in him. See, if you confess with your lips and believe in your heart, which heart is action, that Jesus Christ is Lord and King, you are saved and you have eternal life. And that is all it takes. And for the non-believers in this room, if you haven't done that, please, please truly listen to me. There is no better decision in your life than one of choosing Christ. It is the best decision you will ever make in your entire life. And for those of you who have been believing for a long time and you just kind of go off the path, remember that God is still with you no matter what. Don't listen to the messenger. Don't listen to me. Listen to God and his truth. I'm not perfect. I may fail. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to say wrong things. I'm going to do wrong things. I'm going to hurt people. But know that if you're resting in me, it's not going to be good. But if you're resting and believing in your first love, that is Jesus Christ. that has everything you need in life. If you want to take that opportunity, there's going to be people up here to pray with you. There's going to be people here to carry your burdens. Whether this is your first time here or your hundredth time here, do not take this opportunity for granted. We do this every single week. Every single week we do this, and yet I know some people are struggling and hurting, but yet you're too prideful to come up here and talk to God. Oh, I can do it at my seat. Yeah, you can, but there's power when praying with people. There's power in the name of Jesus and going to one another, living in community, living life together. All God wants is your heart. That's it. If You confess with your lips, Jesus, you are king, you are Lord. And believe in your heart that he is. That is it. That's all it takes. Do not walk out here the same. Because if you do, you're choosing to, all it takes is five seconds to walk up here. Are you willing to take five seconds of your life for eternity? Just rest in the fact that Jesus loves you. Amen. And remember, if you walk through these doors, the same remember you are choosing to.